Welcome back to the Edge Podcast with Chip and Christy. Uh, I am Chip McCarter, and with me always is Christy Ogle. We are the right. co-founding members of the Edge Podcast with Chip uh, and the Christy. Edge Biz, uh, I am Chip McCarter. Grow and educate entrepreneurs and help mold them and help them accomplish their dreams, their goals that they set out to do when they open the business. Avoid all the common mistakes that are made by business owners the first five years of business. Um, today, this week, we want to jump in and, and kind of just talk about marketing as a whole, if I'm not mistaken. Right, Christy? Isn't that the kind of goal of this one? It is. So there's two reasons you're in business. Number one is marketing and number two is innovation. And what Chip and I have found after working with entrepreneurs for years is most people have no flipping clue how to market their business. So that's why we came up with McMarketing 101, how you can market your business in minutes a week and get this amazing return on your investment. Exactly. Exactly. And there's tons of different ways to market. That's the thing. And, and you have to figure out what's working for you. And to do that, you have to just start jumping in head first and trying all these different ways that have worked for other businesses in the past. Um, it's always good to look at your competitors too. Uh, and you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. See what's already working out there. Um, but the first one that we were going to talk about today is promote and cross promote. Uh, Christy, get us started on this one, promote and cross promote. So most people, I remember when I was in high school, like, um, imagine 1992 or 1993, I'm dating myself here, Chip, and I had the yeah. bangs, the Aquanet bangs, and it was... Oh, the, the stand-up ones. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they were so big that rodeo clowns made fun of them. My bangs were huge, and you'd spray it with that Aquanet, and I remember one day in my high school with my graduating class of like 13, 14, that um, we had this yearbook thing and they would vote for the best hair. I want it, by the way. Um, but they also, they the biggest pest. I got it. I knew I was a little bit annoying even when I was in high school because I go a little bit too far and I have no filter. And if I want to talk to somebody, I'll call them 25 times, even if they hang up on me until I get them on the damn phone. I'm very persistent when it comes to my business and my personal life. But most business owners, when I talk to them go, yeah, I don't market much because I don't want to annoy people. There's a difference, right? I'm not a pest now. I might be to some. But I am very consistent. I contact people over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. I promote and then I cross-promote. And then I promote some more and then I cross-promote. You want to find a business that's complementary to yours and team up with them and they offer your services or products and it's the right kind of partnership and you can really build your brand, but you're also help build their brand. So when you have somebody that you go on their podcast or if you um, network with them and team up, um, you 
when you start working with them cross-promoting, they get access to your customers, but then also you get access to theirs. So networking groups are great for this. Um, you can go to Chamber of Commerce, you can find them on Facebook, but you know as well as I do, we were talking about this earlier, Chip, that in the handyman business, we use so many different people. We use concrete people, we use HVAC, we use electricians, we use landscapers, because we don't necessarily do it we use plumbers and what we'll do is work with them promote and then cross promote them a roofer would be a great one for a handyman business to kind of prom cross promote with too and you and i were talking about this earlier you started working with people to promote and cross promote this week three different ones right yeah i mean you should always you should always be promoting your business. That's something that should just come natural to you because we say this every week. You know, you want to go from what is it, um, obscurity to omnipresence. Yes. You want to, you want P. It's not who you know. It's it's who knows you and knows what you do. So by you by promoting all the time, you're not being annoying. You're just getting your point across. But that cross promote that is, you know, the edge is we we built we're building a tribe of of like-minded individuals that that want for each other instead of just themselves and by when i by cross like cross promoting their stuff i'm becoming a raving fan of their business and also they're going to become a raving fan of me and what i do because i'm give adding value to them and then they get to cross promote me back you know, exactly. so you're we, in the edge, we create raving fans of each other, like-minded individuals that all want to succeed in one way or another. So, you know, and that's when the referrals start coming in and, and the business partners, the partnerships, the relationships, you know, it all grows from there. But you should always be promoting your business. You should all, you know, even talking to a stranger, you know, just let them know what you do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that I was going to jump to the next one. So if you want to what want to touch on it again, did you have something else on uh, promoting and cross promoting? Yeah. So Chip and I um, originally when we kind of met at a networking event is mm -hmm. he started promoting my business and then I started promoting his. Now we were in two different categories. I was in the handyman cleaning business and he at that time was in websites and SEOs. Now he has multiple businesses. Kudos to you, Chip. But that's what we started doing was he started promoting me by asking me to come on to a, um, a webinar uh, live on Facebook. And then I started promoting him. He scratched my back in the beginning by contacting me to be on his live. And then I scratched his back and I started promoting him. And a, a year or so later, now we're business partners. This is a perfect yeah. example of how cross-promoting can work. Now, I've also met people. I met a roofer along the way and a concrete guy. And he sucked. 
And so I kicked him out of promoting and cross-promoting, right? And I know Chip dealt with the same guy. Like, it only works if you add value to them and they add value to you. And that's what Chip and I did in the beginning. And that's how our relationship formed. And now we're business partners. So this promoting and cross-promoting can work greatly. But once they burn you in the cross-promoting and promoting, kick their asses out. Don't keep them around. Yeah, for sure. If it's not a one-way street, if no. it's, if if it's not going both ways, or if, if it's all balanced, it just won't work. You have to, you ha they they have to be putting giving in just as much as you are. Uh, so don't you know? Don't put yourself out there and not you know. And even after you realize you're not getting anything out of it, don't just keep doing it. You know, there's time to cut cut your ties and go. Um, another one though, teaching others at workshops or seminars. Um, this. I like to tell people, do a Facebook Live. Uh, jump on Facebook Live and just start educating people about what you do. Even even if it's just adding value and teaching them how to do it themselves, most people aren't still going to do it themselves, even if they watch your video. Exactly. They're gonna, they, they want you to do it. You're the professional. But by teaching them and showing them that you have the knowledge, you're just gaining their trust more and more. So, yeah, finding places to speak publicly, mm -hmm. uh, that's, you know, going to these networking meetings and instead of just sitting down and sitting in the back corner and keeping your head down, stand up, talk, you know, get to know people and, and sign up to be the next person that goes and does their spotlight or showcase or whatever they call it yeah. in that networking organization. You know, be involved, be up there, but be adding value through, you know, sp speaking. You know, those Facebook Live meetings, setting up any kind of webinar. Christy can help you set up the perfect webinar anytime. She does them weekly. It's, but that right there is just adding value to our potential clientele. And that's why we're doing that, because we want people to understand that we want for you, not from you. And that's that's why we consistently keep coming and adding value. Um Christy, what, what's your take on the teaching others at workshops or seminars? Yeah, so the number one fear in America is speaking in public. So that's a third one. But it really goes with the second one we're talking about, uh, that you have to get out there. You have to get over that fear. I know a lot of people that are in business think that they're this introvert and that they can't speak in public. I'm actually an introvert on every flipping test you you would give me. And people are like, no way, Christy, you're out there. Well, that's because for the last seven years, I've trained myself to get out there. I rejuvenate by going at home, sitting in front of the fire and reading a book, being alone or with my very close friends and family. You have to get over this fear. You just have to do it anyways because if not, that fear is going to keep your ass broke and it's going to keep you at home and not be able to expand your horizons. So you have to get over that fear. You make money outside of your comfort zone. You've got to find these opportunities to speak publicly and mention your business. When I got into business seven years ago, I remember I watched this one woman. Her name was Jennifer Schneider Jenkins. And she had this business that was an organization business. And I would watch what she was doing and then I would do it. 
I learned where she went and got her website at. I learned where she went and got her logo at. I watched where she spoke at and what organizations that she was in because she was the one in that business in the area I was at. So I wanted to learn. And I remember opening up McLennan Community College's um, Advancing Yourself, like those uh, summer classes or whatever. And Stinkin' Jennifer was teaching an organization class at the community college. I'm like, she's not a doctor. She's not a professor. I don't even know if she has a college degree, but she's teaching there. So I watched her and she did it at, you know, community events. She would do it at the community college. She would do it at the library. She would hook up with people. She would do magazine articles. And I'm sure today she's doing podcast or whatever I kind of surpassed her um so I quit following her you always want to go after people that got more raving fans than you do and once I surpassed her on those raving fans I just went on to the next person so you want to be able to promote your business at workshops seminars podcasts lives speaking in public at chamber of commerce and networking events because that's just going to pivot you as an expert. And if you're not an expert right now, who cares? Get up there like Chip said and educate people. Add value to people that could be your customers so that they'll come to you and they'll never leave because they're raving fans. Yeah. So my, my uh, digital marketing mentor, DK, he always talks about take that imperfect action. Man, you have to get out of your comfort zone. And when you have a great idea, take that imperfect action. It doesn't have to be, everything doesn't have to be in line. It doesn't have, if it's out of your comfort zone, even better. You have to learn how to get outside of your comfort zone and stay there. Not just, not just kind of dab your foot in every now and then. You have to jump outside the box and you have to play outside the box and get to know outside the box. The next thing you know, you're going to be like Christy and giving a, a webinar for an hour on Facebook is like blinking an eye. It's not even a, it's, it's not hard anymore. It's just natural. Getting in talk, getting in front of people and talking becomes natural. And that's because she took that imperfect action and just started doing it. Don't second guess yourself. Just do it. You have to, you have to understand that if you don't, somebody else will. So you have to jump the gun and get on top of that. You know, for sure. And speaking in public would be the next thing. We've been touching on it now. But speaking in public is, yeah, there's so many people that fear that, that, that think that everybody out there is just going to judge, mock, and, and they'll humiliate themselves. Uh, but the truth is, is, is people like following and listening to strong-minded people. So if you get up there confident in what you're talking about, you have no issues. You just need to be confident and know that you have the knowledge already. Exactly. Uh, but again, yeah, but again, you have to have to start getting outside of your comfort zone. That's something I try to make myself do at least once a week uh, or because I know if I'm not getting out of my comfort zone, I'm not moving to that next level. I'm not leveling myself up correctly.
Exactly. The next one is social media marketing. I am, I study businesses. I'll go into business Facebook pages. I'll see what they're doing on social media. And I was telling Chip, you know, I've been diving deep into contractors and handyman and maid businesses. And about 25% of all businesses out there don't have a social media following. If people aren't on social media or aren't on Google, I don't use them. There's so many ways to get your business out there for free. Yes, I said free, so you get this huge return on your investment. There's 8 billion people on the planet. 3 billion of them are online. And 2 billion are on Facebook. Instagram has over a billion followers. You have Snapchat, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Nextdoor, Twitter, TikTok, Parlor. There's so many different kinds of social media. Is MySpace around? I don't even know. Nah, if it is, it's irrelevant. Yeah, you've got to have a business page out there, not just a profile. You need to have a business page so when people are looking for a handyman business in Austin, Texas, they're going to be able to find you on social media. You get tons of exposure for your business. If you're not on social media, get off of this podcast and go start a social media business page now. Immediately. That's something... You're missing out on money uh, constantly if you're not on social media. I've uh, I've always used the analogy of the waterfall analogy that you know so the internet basically is this big waterfall has this flow of money that's going through it every day. It's just a waterfall of hundred dollar bills flowing every day, and the only way to get your hand in there to get a hand in there is to you know build a website. That's one hand. Mm-hmm. Get a Google profile. That's the next hand. Get a Facebook page. If the more hands you have out, the more water and, and money you have. Your fun, you funnel towards yourself. So you have to think of it that way. If there's no reason to, if you have one arm that's bringing in good money. Great, good for you. But why do you not want other arms that can bring in more money? You know, if you're content with that one arm, you know, good for you. Your competitors will take care of the rest for you. But yeah. if you feel like you can handle more, that then there's no reason for you not to be spread across the board on all of those platforms. Exactly. It's free. Free. You're right. Like, I know billionaires. I know millionaires. I know thousandaires, right? I've never heard any of them go, you know what? I've got $2.4 billion. I got enough money. I'm done. Right? I'm good. They are still putting their hands in that waterfall that Chip's talking about. I mean, if you're good, you don't want to make any more money, then quit listening to us. But I'm pretty (laughs) sure if you're listening to Chip and I and you're one of our raving fans, you like money. You want more of it. Use your social media to make money instead of using that social media to waste your time. Use it to make money. That's what I use social media for. I don't go on there and like scope out my old friends. I could care less what they're doing. I want to make more money. That's why I'm on social media. That's why I've got a hundred plus pages on social media so I can make more money. I like money. I got exactly. Yeah, and then you just have to keep on. You have to 
for one, you you need to know where your target market is anyways. And we've talked about this over and over again, but all, all these platforms do have different types of people on them. Uh, you just got to figure out where you fall in, and there's no excuse not to get started and jump onto that platform. Uh, the next one would be a free trial. Now this, doesn't matter what market, what niche you're in, there's something you can do to add value to your customer, to your client. Um, can you give a, a little pin away? You can get your pin, you know, a bunch of pins with your company information on it. Um, but a free trial, like, you know, have, I don't know, Christy, what's a good example for like a handyman company on a free trial? A free estimate. Uh, that's one, a free quote. That's one that a handyman business can do. Um, another thing is, is you can add value. Uh, you're out there, uh, changing doorknobs every day, putting up curtain hangers, that sort of thing. You could do videos to add value. Now I'll have some handyman and I had franchises in the past go, why would you ever put that out there for free? Because 90% of the people that watch that aren't going to do it themselves. They're going to call you. So free content that you put out there, free trials are amazing. I'm not saying go out there for an hour and do free work. But you go out there, you do an estimate. You've got a little old lady. Her her, uh, doorknob is sticking. You can spray it with WD-40. It's going to take you literally two seconds to go to the car. Go get that WD-40 and do it. Instead of charging her the $69, you just took care of something of hers for free. It's a free trial, a free demo, a free sample. It's a low-cost way to market. Um, I started researching this when I took over my Waco handyman business from the franchisee. That, that He just sucked at it. So we took it back from him. And I thought, you know, I need customers fast because this place is just bleeding money. So uh, we did a $25 gift certificate that we'd hand out to all those customers. It was, you know, I don't go out, we don't go out for less than $75, but that $25 off of there was that free gift certificate that was a low cost way to market. You know, I spent hundred dollars on some cards but I got a hundred thousand dollars worth of business from those coupons that we did um, so a free trial or coupons can kind of be linked together um, if you have a contracting business and you're a roofer do free estimates maybe you go and clean their roof once a year maybe you do a roof inspection once a year something like that if you have a cleaning business maybe when they hire you you clean the oven for free there's a ton of different ways to do a a free trial you just have to be innovative and see what nobody else is doing in your corner of the market yeah for sure and there's tons of stuff you can do um i like something i've done with one of my businesses is i first time customers get a hundred dollars off and obviously that's on bigger ticket um yeah. jobs but i always you know i make sure that they know uh, that they get a hundred dollars off that first round, and you know sometimes depending on how I do it, uh, you know you bump the hundred so you can do that. You know it's just how you do the quotes, you're in charge. But how can you add value and and, and let them know that they're saving money by using you? You know exactly. you just kind of gotta let them know. Um, the next one, referrals. We talk about referrals every week, some way, form or fashion, on this podcast. 
what is it six referrals or what six times more likely to use you than any other yeah. five times more likely to use you than any other form of leads out there getting a referral you already have that trust halfway there not all the way there but you've got someone else that this person trusts giving you the referral uh it's so important and you should be referring people to other businesses daily because the law of reciprocation says that they will give you something of value back yes. if you send them something of value. Referrals. Ask, ask, ask. This is a free, yes, a no-cost way to market. And only 11% of business owners ever ask for referrals but when you're in a networking group you automatically when you join that you get these raving fans and if you don't ask people for referrals you're not going to get referrals yeah. if you've got a satisfied customer ask them do you have any friends or family that could benefit from my services or product and only a small percentage of businesses actually know how to work referrals. I remember I was at a networking meeting about five years ago. This woman was selling electricity. And my mom complained to me about her electricity bill. So I gave this woman the name and number of my mom. And I said, call her, she'll use you. I already talked it up to my mom. A referral is a warm lead that you are five times more likely to get that customer than just a lead off of Facebook. And I asked my mom for weeks, hey, did you hear from so-and-so? And she'd say, no. Hey, did you hear from so-and-so? She goes, no. Well, my mom was not going to chase her ass down to get, you know, this electricity discount that she had. The woman never followed up. 75% of all people in sales never make that first call to a referral that is five times more likely to use you because they're scared of that public speaking. They're scared of going out of that comfort zone. This woman would have opened up my mom um, for electricity. She would have opened up me if she'd sold my mom. She would have opened up my brother. She would have opened up my aunt, my cousins. That one referral could have given her thousands of dollars in business. A no-cost way to market. But she was part of that 89%, that 90% that never follows up on referrals. It was just crazy to me. It's just a waste of time for this woman, right? You have to ask and then you have to take action. It could even be that imperfect action that Chip always talks about. Just take some action on the referral and you'll get it. Even if you suck at phone calls, you'll get better from the referrals that come in and you'll sharpen that skill. Kind of like Chip and I, when we started doing lives and when we started doing business, we probably sucked at referrals too. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. But we got better at it. Yep. It's, it's, just that trial and error, man. You have to take the action. You have to start doing it. Of course, you're going to make mistakes. Of course, you're going to hit some road bumps. Of course, life is going to happen and throw you a curveball. But it's up to you to get back up, to figure it out, and to problem solve. That's all. That's, you know, you're the one that can do that. But you just stay on top of it, man. It's not, look, referrals, uh, it's, it's insane that this lady wouldn't just make a phone call. Yeah. You know, like that's all it is. It's just a phone call. And I've, I've been guilty of that before, like having three leads that I need to call and 
putting it off. And the next thing you know, it's a week later and I completely forgot. Yeah. You know, that's why I have to do it right when I see it. I have to do it right now, take action and make sure it happens. Can't put it off. Uh, that's not me. That's not what I can do. Uh, the next one, content marketing. Christy, get us uh, started on this one. So content marketing, I like um, contextual content marketing, not just content marketing, but For let's sure. just start with con content marketing, where you create a vlog, <laughs> where you are adding value, you're doing lives, you're doing a podcast, you're doing YouTube, you're doing something to talk about the problem of your clients, and then you add um, you add the how you solve that problem for your clients or cu customer, whatever your product or your service does to solve that problem for the customer. Most people fall, most business owners fall in love with their business or product. They don't fall in love with their customers. You have to think about the problem that your customer is having before they met you. What did they lay in bed at night and they worry about before they ever contact contact you and then the contextual content marketing is if you're in Waco Texas let's say you're in Robinson Texas and that's where you have your business I would start taking pictures all around Robinson or if you live in you know Waco take pictures at the places in Waco like Baylor Stadium the Baylor Bridge Baylor College you would want to take it at the suspension bridge all Magnolia you want contextual content marketing so they know you live and eat and breathe and you raise your family in the same place that they are. They are more likely to use you than some big corporate that doesn't really say, hey, I'm in Robinson, Texas, or hey, I'm in Waco, Texas. Contextual content marketing is going around getting content for your area. So I remember when I was in the Waco area and we took over that handyman business years ago, I started posting about the Baylor football games. I started posting about the things going on in Waco. I had like a newsletter I would send out every Friday for several months until my business got big enough, I probably would have kept growing my business if I would have stepped, kept with the contextual content marketing. Um, but you can do this and people will know, like, and trust you just because you live and breathe in the area they live and breathe in. For sure. And as entrepreneurs, we are problem solvers. Content marketing, if your content needs to be solving that problem constantly, figure out the pain points and and answer the questions uh you know let let not just what the problem is post what the problem is and post how you solve it and you know consistently on every problem that that you solve you need to be letting your your clientele know that you're solving these problems so you know post a question are you tired of and then whatever problem it is that you solve are you tired of this and then how do you solve it? where are you at that's contextual right there, you know, yeah. how you solve the problem and where do you do it. Now you've done not only content marketing, but contextual content marketing as well, all in one post. Yeah. And that, and that ultimately, that's just adding more trust. You know, that's mm -hmm. just building the trust up of, of, of not only your potential clientele, but the, the search engine that you're working on, um, like Facebook search engine optimization, you know, contextual content marketing is what ranks you sometimes, you know, it's part of the ranking process for Google and Facebook. You want Google to know what you do 
down to dotting your I's and crossing your T's. You want Facebook to know the same. Uh, and by doing the, the, the content marketing correctly, you can just knock all, you know, knock them all out with one thing. Just make sure exactly. that you're doing and one post can basically answer all the questions Google and Facebook needs to know. And then you just keep doing it, do adding and adding and adding. Yes, exactly. Another one is marketing with print. Um, you want to know where your uh, target market is. You want to know where your at customer avatar hangs out and how do they vote? Uh, your customer avatar votes by where they spend their money. So do they buy newspapers and magazines? If your target market is this, it reminds me of, consider it done by Kimberly. Her target market is the elderly. She, yeah. They still read the newspaper. They still read magazines. And this is a great form of advertising that actually came back in 2020. Again, it's starting to kind of slip back because we're opening the world back up. But marketing with print is great. And especially if you can do it for free with a press release or an event that you're marketing and you could have them run it, that's a great way to market. When I started my first handyman and made business, I I used the newspaper primarily because my target market was the elderly. Yeah, for sure. And then, and, and marketing and print can also be um, like flyers. It can also be supporting a little league team and having your, your yes. big, you know, banner up with their field, you know, in the, in the outfield or whatever, or even sponsoring a team and having it on their jerseys. Yep. You know, like that, you have no idea how much that helps a business anyways. I always tell people if you can sponsor a little league team because it, you know, there's a lot of reasons, and I I could list them all. But digital marketing wise, there's good reasons, and just regular advertising and marketing. It's um your return on investment is yeah. not just necessarily the dollars coming back into you, but the the buildup of letting people know who you are, and, and also that, that's worth it. It also helps you with that contextual content marketing yeah. that we were talking about because it actually gets people to um, know, like, and trust you um, from you sponsoring that little league team, from you helping out. And also then you could do video marketing and social media marketing and do lives and that sort of thing when um, you're at these places. So it's going to help you on your SEOs. It's going to help you if you tag them on your social media. It's going to help you with so many different things that marketing right. with print, sponsoring that little league team, also is that content marketing and social media all wrapped up into one. Yeah, for sure. That's why I always say that's it's just a great it's a good move for any local business. Yes. Uh, especially yes. service, especially service based. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, coupons. These are these are amazing if you have done correctly. And Christy is the queen of the coupons. She sends them out in Christmas cards. Uh -huh. You know that it's it's um it's just showing. You know, it's just making people feel like they're saving money. Man, people love to feel like they're saving money. Uh, so what can you do with your business to create some kind of deal with a coupon? You, uh, you know what? love a good deal. The, oh, yeah. They love it, and especially women. Like, do you know how much you pay? I paid for this chip. I say it to him all the time. Chip, guess how much this is? 
Guess how much this is? <laughs> no, I had a coupon, Chip. So humans yeah. love deal. Your if your target market yeah. women are gonna use your service it's great if you have a coupon for them this will also work with that marketing in print maybe you um sponsor a little league yeah. team and somebody that mentions this shirt they get five percent off ten percent off twenty five percent off a lot of these i hope you guys realize these ways to market the work together it's not just do coupons it's say hey i've got coupons but let's put it up on social media let's also do some sort of contextual content marketing let's mix them all together and then we use our hands and put them under the different waterfalls that chip was talking about exactly yeah and it's and then the next one falls right in play to um you know have a sale yeah. uh the coupon is kind of a sale too, but setting up a sale, man, it's right back to what Chrissy just said, man. Nobody in their right mind doesn't like a bargain. No. You know, everybody likes to feel like they're saving money, to feel like they're winning. Yeah. You know, and what you what you need to do is make your clientele feel like they're winning by choosing you. They have won something. They have saved money. They got the best deal possible for their money. You have to let them know, you know, make them feel more comfortable, but have a sale, man. Uh, knock your prices down just a little bit, just enough to make them feel comfortable, you know? Yeah. Discounts will entice people to buy. Yesterday, I was driving through town and um, I noticed the banks were closed, but then I drove by the furniture store and it said Columbus Day sale. I pulled yeah. in because I need a new rug, right? So those sales yeah. will entice people to come in. One thing I want you guys to realize after listening to this podcast or watching this live is when you go there, don't do all 10 of these or do all 20 in our series that we're doing for October. You want to be able to do one of these a week. Change it up and add one different form of marketing. Don't go in there and try to do all 10 all at once because you're going to get overwhelmed. But just do yep. one and it doesn't have to be perfect. Chip says it best. Take imperfect action. It doesn't have to be perfect. Perfection is the enemy of profitability. But action will make you more money. Take some sort of action. And if you don't like it, change it. If you don't like that action, change it again. If it's not working, change it again. Imperfect action action will get you to where you want to be in life for sure no doubt man that's that's um i'm a firm believer in it and i wouldn't be where i am today if i hadn't just practiced it 100 percent. because i always every day i have to ask myself especially if i'm trying to procrastinate or put something off i have to ask myself will i get back around to this exactly and if i'm not real with myself if i'm not honest then i end up you know shooting myself in the foot and it happens, you know, that's why the edge is here because we want, we want to help other people avoid these mistakes that are made yearly day in, day out by business owners that just didn't know the difference. And look, we're telling you it's trial and error, get out there and, and run your head against the wall a couple times. Um, but pay attention to what we're saying because we can help you not hit the wall. You know, we can help you duck your head and keep running. Uh, get that momentum 
that you that you need and actually start you know gaining clientele gaining employees scaling your business doing the things you set out to do uh, when you became an entrepreneur exactly just do it nike says it best just do it i like god do it now do it now just do it now mark it now do it now don't wait Mm -hmm. don't talk about it don't wait six months do it now just do it now yep i i will say this next time you catch yourself this will be my I'm going to give you an action step for the week. Next time you're talking to someone for the first time, you've met someone new, I don't care where it is, the gas station, uh, the Wal- the Walmart parking lot, H-E-B, doesn't matter, wherever you are, uh, promote your business to a stranger. It wants to, don't just like walk up, hey, you want to hear about my business? When you find yourself in conversation with somebody that's new, promote your business. Just get it, step out of that comfort zone, and instead of staying comfortable, oh, yeah, it's raining, the weather, blah, 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 same conversation you have with every day with strangers, change it up. Talk about your business. See if you can't help solve their problem. You know, and so that's my uh, ask for the week for you guys. Yeah, and um, Chip and I get it all the time. I mean, when we're talking to people out and about, it always comes up. If I'm at a swimming pool or if I'm in a little league game, whatever it may be, they always say, well, what do you do for a living? And I just say, yep. we help handyman businesses get more leads than they can handle by not throwing money out the window to marketing that doesn't work. And then they're like, oh, you're in a marketing business. And I'm like, yep. But they're going to remember because I've kind of said something a little bit different. I don't go and bomb at my business all over them. I just say, simply, this is what we do. And that's how Chip and I get people interested, no matter what business it is that we're promoting, that they come to us over and over and over again because we say it simply. Solve their problem. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Christy, is there anything else you wanted to touch on this uh, before we sign off for the week? Um, We do have Edge in... Waco at Pine Street. Pinewood. Pinewood Coffee Bar. Coffee Bar. 8.30 on Thursday. So make sure and join us there. We're on the bar side. We'd love to help you promote your business with our raving fans, our tribe. And then also we have McMarketing 101, which is launching next week, where we've helped tons of handyman businesses get out there and market their business in just minutes a day so that they can get a return on their investment and quit spinning their wheels yep and christy says handyman business because we have a focus on handyman and contractors but if you own a business period this will help you uh this this what we teach helps everybody it does um but if you're a handyman or a contractor, we definitely have specific trainings for you. So so look into it because it's definitely coming down the pipe. And whatever your niche is, we're going to get to you eventually. Just jump in. Start asking us what we can do for you, and we'll figure it out. Yeah, because so, this works in handyman businesses, made businesses, tool businesses. You could have a networking business. You could have an education, a coaching business. You could have a website business. You could have an SEO business. It works in CBD uh, businesses. It just works in all businesses, insurance. We work with tons of different people. Just my specialty is handyman yep. and made. That's what I got. Yeah, hey, but... 
<laughs> and she's got leads coming in by the dozens a day. Yes. So, you know, we, we, we can definitely help you and we hope we see you soon. But for now, guys, keep watching, keep tuning in every week on Tuesday. Uh, we, we'd love to have you and we'd love to help out, help you out with your business. But for now, uh, this has been the Edge Podcast with Chip and Christy. We love you guys. Stay safe.